0: hello and welcome to the bosby lane podcast It's your boy ugo and today we're going to be reviewing the game between manchester united and club bruges the second leg of the europa league uh round of 32 united five club bruges nil six one on aggregate uh, really exciting game to watch. I've not uh, watched uh, Manchester United really uh, go for it the way they did. Uh, only one place to start, really, for that game. Uh, it has to start with Bruno Fernandes in, in the very first half. And I, I understand that, you know, you, you could you could look at the game as a whole and say, you know, the Red Cat um, had... A huge um, effect on the game, uh, but but even before the red card, uh, Manchester United looked threatening. We created so many different opportunities even before that time. Uh, the red card was daft to say the least. I, I don't understand what what he was thinking, you know, what he was trying to do, it, you know, didn't make sense to me. Um, it would have been great if, if, he, if he was still on. It would have made the game much more um, enjoyable, I, I suppose, but but nonetheless, it was a great game of football. Manchester united you know played very well you know first half was just amazing watching bruno conduct <laughs> that team is just it's just really special um i think you know he had a hand in all three goals in in the first half his speed of thought his his movement his quickness he pops up in different areas of the pitch and i, I think that's the most exciting thing about bruno is like You know, he's almost like positionless, right? (laughs) Really, you know, popping up on the wings, popping up in the center. His link-up play with Mata today was just unbelievable. Um, I think Mata and Bruno were on the same wavelength. You could see Mata enjoyed playing with Bruno. And I think the... I think the most amazing thing we've seen from Bruno since he joined um, Manchester United has been his link-up play uh, with other players you know link-up play with Fred with Mata Um, you know forming those relationships in different parts of the pitch he makes everyone just look better Um, there's a sense of urgency around the team to move the ball quicker people want to you know make one-touch passes and things like that so it's he has been huge for us he's been huge for us um we've we've really missed a player of that caliber and um Long may continue. You know, I'm I'm really excited to see you know where he goes from here. I can't wait to see Marcus, Bruno, um, Maciel in the same team. You know, if if Bugar is staying, for instance, that would be great for him as well to play with Bruno. It would be an amazing, um, um you know, combination to see all these guys playing together. It was it was amazing. Uh, his penalty, his penalty is just. I think he's he's got 13 in a row before. Um, before before today's penalty, so he's got 14 straight penalties. And I think he's nailed it down to where science is no longer <laughs> like an at or anything like that, because I think it's difficult for you to, uh, for 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 goalkeepers to deal with it. Uh, he waits uh, until the goalkeeper, you know, moves before he just places it. He almost rolls it in nonchalantly. Um, great penalty taker, great set set piece taker. You know, this guy is, is the real deal. And you know, I think a, a lot of us felt like coming from the portuguese league you know how is it how is that gonna translate to the premier league you know quick fast paced league and i think just because of how quick you know and not not just you know in terms of his pace uh, but more of the speed of thought you know this guy can just play in in any in any situation because he he already knows he has a picture of what he wants to do or they mentioned that in his uh press conference before the game that he has a clear picture of where everyone is and what he wants to do and he, his speed of thought is so is you know ahead two steps ahead of most players on the pitch so he knows exactly what he needs to do and he's he can quickly adapt to the situation and make the right uh right place when the time comes so great performance from Bruno great to see him get a rest as well i think he hooked up he was he was removed around the 60 minutes mark uh got a standing ovation from the old Trafford for uh, old trafford uh, faithful great to see that i think i think i mean i said this a couple of weeks and i'm, I'm not trying to slit pogba or anything like that i, I said a couple of weeks that one of the things that you have to understand is you have to understand your crowd, and you have to, um, you know, win them over. And I think Bruno, in 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 a few games, has started to win the crowd over. People are beginning to take notes, you know, singing his name and things like that. And, and that just comes from what you do on the pitch. You know, as football fans, we just want to watch good football. That and that's it. You know, nobody cares about any other thing. We just want to watch a player who does, you know, who gives his all, who's passionate and. It, and, and also, like, Bruno is not just all scales and, and stuff like that. He's also really, you know, a tenacious player. He presses from the front. He's, you know, he gets around, covers the pitch, and things like that. So it's really exciting to see Bruno, um, you know, command that game and, and get an arrest as well. Um, was great to see uh, Igalo get his first goal. Yeah. Uh, I was really excited for Igalo, to be honest. I mean, um, that goal, by the way, was, you know, the kind of goal I think Manchester United fans want to see more often. Uh, we want to see goals that are, um, you know, where you, you penetrate by, you know, getting in behind and, you know, simple tap-ins. Because if you can get a couple of those goals a season, uh, if you get, you know, a number of those goals in a season, then, then, you know, you're going to win games, right? You're going to score goals. And Ole has been talking about it a lot. He talks about, you know, we have these, you know, Amazing forwards in, in Marcus and 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 Anthony, and they score world class goals. Like they, they score goals like that are unexpected. Uh, but you know, Ole has always wanted that striker that can chip in with goals and you know scruffy goals, tap ins. You know, being in the in the box. You know, and I think today Igalu to beside the goal. You know, great. You know, clip over the top from Bruno. Beautiful assist from Mata. But I think the beauty of what Igalo's go of Igalo's um uh, presence in the team, what it brings, really is his hold up play is amazing. He is a natural nine, right? He's a natural centre forward. He. You know, he has the physicality to deal with center backs and things like that. He can hold off play. And he kept it very, very simple, right? He didn't do anything too crazy. And when you watch people like Jimenez and those sort of strikers, you know, the Cavanis and things like that, you know, what makes them special is not necessarily the fact that they can beat you with pace or they can, you know, (laughs) know, do, you know, score some belters or things like that. No, it's just kind of the things they do. Uh, to occupy the defenders, you know, those simple layoffs, bringing other people into play. You, you know, you see runners running off them, players playing off them. Um, I was really looking forward to seeing um, Martial play alongside Bruno, uh, just, you know, in a, in a two-striker situation. And um, you, you could you would start to see the importance of having a, center, a real center forward, a natural center forward. Now, Anthony is an amazing forward. Marcus, an amazing forward as well. Um, but they're not natural center forwards in that sense. And and it's almost like a dying breed as well of players who who can play like that. And I think that that was why we're in for Haaland. And if you look at how Haaland plays as well, similar, you know, similar style. You know, they lay it off, they 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 move, they get into the box, and they score tap-ins, score first-time shots and things like that. And, you know... If you look if you if you watch the, the entire game you know egalu was in the box he was getting chances in the box and and that's something that you don't you don't see often you, you've not seen often from our forwards this season not slating our forwards or anything like that but it's just a different um, style of forward that we have uh, in in, in Igalo and, and long made continue uh, Martial was out injured uh, for this game I hope he's back for Everton. we really need um, some someone with that kind of um imagination against teams like that because you never know uh you know you know you might need you know some genius to unlock them but let's see let's see how if he recovers Ole didn't give too much away in terms of if he's going to be coming back or not but he at the same time it, it, it seemed like he wasn't that serious but who knows let's hope Marcel comes back um speaking about um, other players that, that, that played very well today, it was great to see um, Scott back, um, you know, starting a game and, you know, getting a goal as well. I mean, I think the most exciting thing about Scott was obviously the defensive solidity that he gives us, being able to get around the pitch, and then he his passing, I, I continue to say this, that his passing is improving, and if he continues to pass the ball, you know, and find that range, he's going to be you know he's going to be a spectacular midfielder because he has all the attributes physical attributes to play in that role but he and he he's not bad on the ball either right he's he's decent on the ball so if he if his passing continues to improve the way it's improving because right now you can see him spraying really you know he, he played in um, James at some point probably James could have scored that goal and he took away like four four defenders with just that one pass I and mean, it's great to see Scott back and he took his goal Oh, oh well. I mean, I think that's his fourth goal of the season. He's our highest scoring midfielder at the moment. Um, you know, we, I, 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 kept saying it. You know, at the beginning of the season, he he has been our most consistent player, and and I think even with the injury coming back, I like the way that Ole is easing him in back, uh, easing him back into the into the fray. Uh, gave him about, I think, uh, gave him about sixty minutes again today. So an opportunity for him to you know get some minutes under his belt and i don't think he's ready to start the premier league game yet but great thing that matic is also in form so we can you know rotate maybe he gets 30 minutes um on on sunday against everton and we continue to build him up but i think you know it was exciting to see bruno fred and scott in that midfield that was just beautiful to watch because obviously what Scott gives you is that energy. He he gives them the base to go play their football. I continue to say it like Scott looks. Uh, Fred even looks way better when he plays. Uh, with Scott and today, I think you you, you know everyone could see it. I mean, Fred. Scott, <laughs> Fred was majestic again. Scott two goals, got an assist. Beautiful play. Uh, from him. I'm sure. I think for most people he would have been man of the match. But I would say if you really think about the impact of Bruno Fernandez is almost like he is just a constant man of the match. Anyways, he's just kind of the most, one of the most influential players for us, but, but Fred was, was just amazing. And, um, there's an argument to be made that, you know, in that cante like mold that, that Fred is, you know, it's almost at that level right now. He's, he's been playing that well, his recovery of the ball, his, uh, passing is great. His interplay with some players, uh, and then adding goals would just be the next level. I think um, I was a bit frustrated with him against Watford because you know there was a cutback that he ballooned, and and you know we keep saying like why is Fred not able to hit those shots? And today, you know, you know, fair play to him. You know, he kept those shots down. Got two goals. Uh, really great to see. I'm really really excited to 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 see Fred and Scott on the on the score sheet. Uh, Jesse and uh, <laughs> and Chung got assists, which is interesting. Um, I think when Chong came in he had a lot of opportunities I think I think the team his teammates wanted to get him going uh, everybody wanted to get him going he but, but I don't know I I struggle with with Chong I I don't know I think he has the attributes I think he has the skills I and mean, when you watch him in the, in the 23s you can see that he can whip a shot he can whip across he, he he can get past people he has the pace and things like that. What I worry about is his mentality because, you know, he, he seems to choke in these big moments. And, and this was kind of a, a free hit for him, right? You know, coming into a game that was already won, you know, you're, you're expecting that he, he he comes in and he's calm. And like, if you see the difference between when Chong came in and when Mason came in, um mason is not looking to just take on players and just beat them or anything like that mason is surveying the area to see players are in space who he can lay the pass up to looking to switch play things like that getting into position and then when he's in the right position he's making high percentage plays because in this day and age the attributes the you know, the skills and things like that is not what separates you. That that's not what makes you a great player. It's obviously um an important foundation to have. You need to be great at, at playing football, but I think mentally you have to be uh ready. You need to think the game. You have to, you know, do the simple things very well, I would say. And I, I think I think that's where Chung you know struggles a little bit. You know doing those simple things well. He almost scored a goal. It was it was really close. I'll give him that. Um, and then provided an assist for Fred, which is which is good. You know you can't ask too much of a of a young player who's coming through. But I, I want him to develop that you know that mindset of of reading the game, of seeing players in space, giving the ball up, uh, quickly, not thinking about dribbling too much or trying to beat his man, but thinking about the game, thinking about it as a whole and. And I think that's that's just something that he needs to improve upon. Um, Jesse also came in, got an assist. I think at this point, um, Jesse is definitely low on confidence, and everyone knows that. And seems like he's trying too hard. Seems like he is really struggling. Um, I know he got the assist, but you know there was a shot that was just way too wide. And I, I feel for him in, in in some ways because you know it's tough when you when you get into a rut like this, and then it's almost like you know you're not it's just not much is going 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 your, your way, and, you know, it's hard to, to pick up confidence and things like that. He got an assist today, but, you know, would he be happy with his performance, or, you know, even if it was a cameo? Probably not. Um, so, and then, you know, you have, you know, the Bruno hype right now. And, uh, it's not hype, it's, 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 it's real, right? It's, <laughs> the guy is playing uh, out of his skin. So, Andreas and Lingard... Um, by the way, I just wanted to say something um, because I saw a lot of uh, vitriol on, online yesterday about uh, Jesse. I think there was a training video that came out and um, Jesse was, you know, just kind of fooling around the ball, doing some tricks and dancing and stuff like that. Um, it's, you know, we have to be very clear here. Look, the, the footage that we see that comes from the... Um, the press, uh, it's, it's just almost like an exhibition training. Uh, you know, they, they give them 15 minutes, so it's almost like they're posing for the camera more or less. You know, so you see that the drills that they do are not necessarily serious. It's like a warm-up. You know, people are full—you know fooling around. We've seen this with, with different teams and with different players. And so, but, but for, for Linga to get the kind of abuse he got online because of that, because he's in, you know, basically on, on his playground, trying to feel comfortable, it's just despicable. And, um, you know, Andreas was forced to confront a fan yesterday who, you know, was telling him to leave the club and things like that. I think we're better than that. Manchester United fans should are, are much better than that. And when I started supporting this club, I supported this club because um, I felt like the fans you know we're passionate about the club and will stand behind their players and stand behind their team regardless of who it was whether it was you know a terrible player or a player who wasn't wasn't in a good in good form or anything like that you always have to st- stand behind your players and I I found I, I find that you know in the, these days I, I don't know whether it is social media or whatever it is but people you know find you know just just take take a lot of pleasure in abusing players and it, it for me it's bullying, it's cyber bullying and, and that has to be stamped out. Um you know We're better than that. Come on, guys. Uh, Manchester United, you know, is an institution. We we love the club so much and we stand behind our players no matter how they're performing. Yes, you can criticize players. I have criticized Lingard. I've criticized Andreas. I think they've been struggling this season. Maybe they're not good enough to be starters. We can see the difference uh, between Bruno and and Lingard and... uh, and, and as well as Andreas and see you know what impact Bruno is making and things like that. We I understand that and 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 yeah, it's fair to say call it out and say you know you know you need to up your game, Andreas. You know you can apply yourself better. You can you could do better and things like that. and and, and I think. Andreas would probably and Lingard are probably the first people to raise their hands and say we need to do better and you know and probably are working towards it um earlier this season it was it was Matic you know who was taking the stick and we all thought oh Matic is done you know he's he's the worst and blah 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 and you know Ole gave him some time and now Matic is to being his best fred had the same issue under jose and everyone said he was a flop and things like that and now he's arguably one of the best defensive midfielders or you know if you want to call it a box to box whatever it is in in the league right um you know you, you look at scott i remember last season people you know went in on scott as well so there's this ott culture that, that 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 is just despicable um, everyone just goes over the top all the time when when things happen um, I don't think we are hundred um, in, percent in our daily lives as, as human beings I don't think we're hundred percent we're not always hundred percent and sometimes we have a tough day at work and things like that and nobody is berating you on twitter or or bullying you on twitter so we need to grow up and 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 try to do the right thing it's very very important that we do the right thing here you know stand behind your players and 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 and, um and and support your club man enjoy the good times enjoy the good things enjoy the positivity if you want to criticize criticize constructively and let's move forward. I mean, I've been I've been really angry about the way fans are treating this, this, this transitional period for us. Um, You know, it's a lot of vitriol online, a lot of really nasty stuff online about this. And, you know, Rashford suffered the same, you know, at some point in the season. Martial suffered it. You know, we're saying that, you know, these boys are, are tired and things like that. They needed that rest to come back and, and feel rejuvenated. You know, it was a, an injured team and things like that. And, you know, as a result, we had to play some players who typically may not, you know, stats on a normal basis or overplay some players and things like that. We have to support the team. Ole gets it as well on online. It's just, it's just, it's just annoying to me at this point. I, I'm, I'm tired of it, you know you know, we, we enjoyed the good times under this, uh, you know, as Manchester United fans, and now we're going through some trying times. It's time for us to get behind the club and support the club and support them through this transitional phase, Try to support the club through this, this, this tough moments, um, rather than just, you know, going over the top about every single situation we might go to Everton and, and have a draw or or even lose okay the Premier League is tough Everton has been playing well and we have to take it in, in our strides but yeah of course we want the team to win every game if, if it's possible but we're not there yet we're still building towards that we're still down a couple of really important players and you know so far I think Ole and, and his staff has done a have done a great job Um, I think we're, we're beginning to see the signs of the improvement we talked about another clean sheet today, um, so now you know you roll on Everton. It's going to be a tough, tough game. Um, looking forward to to seeing if Martial is going to be available for that game. Um, starting Igalo, uh, while Igalo played well in term, in terms of what he did uh, overall, in terms of hold up play, laying off people, you know, allowing people play in and around him, and things like that. I think. He didn't seem really match. He didn't seem match fit. He didn't seem like he had his legs um under him. I think his his legs went at some point. So, um, you know, can he start against Everton? I'm I'm not sure. So, but but yeah, we we have to give him time as well. He's coming from um a less competitive league. Who were in preseason, so he still needs, you know, to get you know to adapt to the to 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 the pace of the league and and the pace of of playing for a club like Manchester United and and the demands of playing for 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 a club like Manchester United. So um, but really excited about the win. 5-0. I think it's been a while since we saw those sort of score lines in Europe, whether it was in Europa or in in, um in the Champions League. But really excited, uh really, really excited. And um, yeah, so Roland. Um, roll on sunday and we'll see how we go Uh, it's been great talking to you guys and have a great one subscribe thanks for listening to the bosby lane podcast cheers bye